Deadly tornadoes. Everything's flying around us. Everything's caving in. Boeing suspends production of 737 MAX. Boy, this is shaking the company to its core. Driver assistance danger. That can lull you into this false sense of security. This is the CBS World News Roundup, presented by Capital One. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. At least three people were killed, more than a dozen hurt when a line of powerful weather roared through the deep south. CBS's David Begno is in Alexandria, Louisiana, where a church and school were torn up. There were at least 27 tornadoes in all. It was a rare outbreak in December that ripped apart homes and businesses across the south. The cat flew. It picked the cat up, and the cat flew. It flew across the yard. For many homes, nothing was left standing but the studs. You could see it was coming, and you could feel it kind of shake the house. About 130 miles northeast of here, another twister battered the small town of Edwards, Mississippi. In Vernon Parish, Louisiana, Betty Potan died after her trailer overturned just one day after her 59th birthday. Don't take life for granted because somebody could be gone just a second. Well, CBS News meteorologist Jeff Baradelli says snow and ice from the storm systems made its way from the nation's midsection to the northeast. Binghamton, Poughkeepsie, east to Hartford, Springfield, Massachusetts, over to Boston. That is some of the most dangerous conditions this morning. It's where we have that mix of ice and snow. About a dozen deaths have been blamed on accidents in several states over the last few days. In Washington, the House Rules Committee meets to set the stage for tomorrow's vote on two articles of impeachment against President Trump. CBS's Nancy Cordes says some Democrats who had been on the fence are now taking a stand. I made this decision out of principle and out of a duty to protect and defend the Constitution. Michigan Democrat Alyssa Slotkin was met with cheers and boos after she announced she'll be voting yes. And I will stick to that regardless of what it does to me politically because this is bigger than politics. Slotkin's district went for President Trump in 2016. She's one of a series of swing district Democrats who weighed this decision until the end. I'm the one who swore an oath to the Constitution to defend it. Minnesota's Colin Peterson is one of at least two Democrats expected to vote no. With no sign that regulators are ready to clear the 737 MAX to return to the skies, Boeing has suspended production of the jetliner. Your CBS's Chris Van Cleve. For now, the 12,000 Boeing employees who work on the 737 will not face layoffs or furloughs. But Boeing has 600 suppliers, so this move could impact tens of thousands of supply chain jobs across the country. It's been 22 years since Boeing has had to temporarily halt production of an airplane. The 737 MAX is estimated to account for about one-third of Boeing's revenue over the next five years. Well, for drivers, assistance technology is supposed to make things easier. But CBS's Vicki Barker tells us new research finds there are complications. L.A. motorist Seth Blake tracked one guy four miles as he drove and dozed. We were in his area while we were driving for probably about ten minutes, and he only woke up one time and kind of like looked around, and then he just like went back to sleep. Assistance technology seems to be assisting some drivers to sleep at the wheel. Yeah, I think we're seeing some evidence of that. The AAA's Bill Horry, the culprits. But we're going to go ahead and add adaptive cruise control, and we're going to set it to Adaptive 47. cruise control and lane-keeping assist technology. The AAA says those two systems make drivers nearly twice as likely to engage in distracted driving, yet motorists still get Getting used to the systems are less likely to drive distracted while using them. 
suggesting familiarity can lead to a potentially fatal false sense of security. On his 83rd birthday, Pope Francis has abolished what's called the pontifical secret that's been used to shield pedophiles and silence victims in the clergy sex abuse scandal. The hunt is on in New York for a second teenager wanted in connection with last week's deadly stabbing of a college student. CBS's Nikki Batiste. CBS News just confirmed that the 14-year-old considered a suspect was actually being driven in for police questioning by a family member when he escaped from the car. Police then launched an hours-long search, but so far they have not found the teen. The 13-year-old already in custody allegedly had ID'd him. Police had searched a pond in the park for evidence. Sources say no murder weapon has been found and there were no eyewitnesses. A Mississippi man tasted freedom yesterday for the first time in 22 years. Curtis Flowers got out on bond after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned his murder conviction because of racial bias. It's been rough. It's been rough. Yeah, we've been taking it one day at a time, you know. Flowers was convicted four times in connection with the killing of four people in 1996. A DA has to decide if there will be another trial or if the case will be dropped. Now to Tulsa, CBS's Omar Villafranca tells us scientists are a step closer to finding evidence of mass graves tied to one of the worst incidents of racial violence in U.S. history. Photojournalist Kevin Ross says he's grateful that a tragic, little-known part of Tulsa history is now coming to light. For decades, it was hush-hush. They were brought up not talking about what happened. It happened on these streets in 1921. Much of the Tulsa neighborhood of Greenwood was burned to the ground by a white mob and hundreds of black people were massacred. It was just hell on earth. Along the fence line. At a public forum Monday, scientists confirmed they discovered what appears to be an underground pit, roughly 30 by 25 feet, which they say is large enough to bury up to 100 bodies. G.T. Bynum is Tulsa's mayor. That's the first time that we've had anyone say that in a, from a technical standpoint in an open forum in a meeting like this or to us. Scientists are now planning to do additional surveys that could lead to excavations. Well, it was a big night for Drew Brees. Yes! On ESPN, he topped Peyton Manning's NFL record for career touchdown passes. He now has 541 as the Saints beat the Colts 34-7. Christmas came early for Mariah Carey. 25 years after its release, All I Want for Christmas is You hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It's her 19th number one, one behind the Beatles. 30 years ago today, we first met a now-famous TV family. The Simpsons debuted on December 17, 1989. Famous guests have run the gamut. Hi, I'm Michael Jackson. To Lisa's vegetarian guru. Wow, Paul McCartney. I read about you in history class. And the world's most famous physicist, Stephen Hawking. I don't need anyone to talk for me. The show Emmys, and it's still churning out the hits on Fox. It's renewed through its 32nd season in 2021. That'll add up to a total of 700 episodes. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The daughter of a Michigan couple says they did everything together. That didn't stop with their death. Les and Frida Austin, both 90, married for 70 years, died on the same day in a hospice. Their son says if they had to go, this was about as romantic as you could get. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.